Greetings from London. This is Mariam Sharif and you are listening to the Star Moguls podcast. I feel like I'm actually in Dubai. The weather is beautiful. I hope everybody is enjoying the sunshine. So today's guest is someone that I actually heard um, a couple of months ago when I was kind of recovering from my COVID symptoms. I heard him on a, on a uh, Facebook live and I just totally resonated with him and he just, he made sense. And it's a subject that a lot of people probably don't understand. It's meditation. Um, I've recently started to reintroduce uh, the practice of meditation in my own life. And um, after speaking with a few friends of mine in the last few weeks, they're like, well, yeah, we don't meditate or we do. Or they didn't really understand it. So this is probably one podcast out of the whole year that you should listen to. And my guest is fantastic. His name is Dragos Folia. I hope I pronounced that well. And he's a meditation coach. Hello. Welcome. Hello. Hello. Thank you, Mary, for, for uh, contacting me. Uh, it's I'm very lovely, happy to be here. Lovely to have you all the way from uh, Poland at the moment. Yes. Welcome, Dragos. How, how are you? I am very good. Like, I'm enjoying the weather. Uh, the sun is fantastic. And I'm really excited for this, for this podcast. Oh, thank you so much. You know, it's one of those subjects that even I didn't understand very well. And um, in this last few months, I've decided that I, you know, it's something so important and it's really changed my energy, my focus. And when speaking to a few friends of mine and we you know we all live busy lives, I just thought, why do you not understand about meditation? The more mm -hmm. entrepreneurs that I study, the more leaders that I study, the more people that I speak with, they all have a, a routine of meditation. So um, what is meditation? Well, that's, that, that's a good In part. simple terms. <laughs> yes. Well, the most simplest terms, um, I can say that meditation is to become familiar with yourself. And just because meditation, uh, the word itself comes from Sanskrit, and, and that's, this is what it means. It means to become familiar with yourself. Um, however, I can also give another explanation is that meditation is a state of deep rest and deep recovery. Okay, okay, great. So really kind of understanding who we are as well? Yes, definitely. Like uh, when it comes to knowing ourselves, meditation plays an, a, a huge role. Like it's just uh, on another level, not, nothing compares to it when it comes to knowing who we are, how we operate and how we like take action in the world. Yeah. Um, so is it something that um, when we look at meditation, I think when I started meditation and I've strongly started doing it in these last few months, I always thought I'm praying in the morning. I wake up, I, I pray mm -hmm. and, and, um, and I actually kind of misunderstood meditation as prayer. You know, I thought mm -hmm. oh, I keep, I pray and I'm having my conversations with God and I'm being grateful for my day. I'm setting my intentions. And then I realized that I'm actually doing a lot of talking where meditation in the last few months that I've studied it is really kind of silencing the mind and being quiet, isn't it? Yes, in one, in one way it is. Uh, and I, li I like the analogy like uh, that, for example, prayer is you're speaking to God and meditation, you're listening to God. 
Ah, interesting, yes. interesting. Because, you know, I, when I started, I was like, yeah, yeah, I pray. I'm very spiritual. You know, I, I have my faith. And another friend of mine recently said to me the same thing that I said. She said, oh, um, no, but it's like praying. Yeah, we have a strong sense of uh, prayer. You know, but I can get through everything. And I just said, no, you don't understand. Like meditation is completely different. So how, mm-hmm. So that's a great distinction. So conversations yeah. with God and then listening to God. Exactly. And one thing that I want to um, emphasize when it comes to, there, there is a big misunderstanding when it comes to the term meditation. It's that we think that we need to stop our mind or stop our thoughts when we are in meditation. That is, that is not the case because you cannot stop your mind or your thoughts because your mind and your thoughts are as automatic as your heartbeat. So trying, uh, trying and forcing yourself to stop your mind that's not meditation. That's, that's just like extra stress. Actually, what meditation is, just to get like, give a bit of like context, is you go in, into a, a very different state of consciousness, which is different from when you're awake and which is different when, from when you're asleep. And in this state of consciousness, you're literally like, if, if you sit on a, on a brain scan, your brain is fully it's it's like the entire brain is talking to 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 each part of it and your brain waves are balanced so they're like just like like a yeah, like a beautiful symphony and in this state which i call meditation you basically like recover two to five times faster than in sleep so it's a very powerful state and it's a very different state so it's like you if, if you have like an if you had like an um, eeg you could you could see the difference between meditation and anything else just oh to, right! Just to put that uh, out there. So it's really kind of um, being intuitive and really kind of um, homing into our subconscious level. Oh yes, definitely. Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, you know, Dragos, I started off with meditation for like ten minutes, and mm-hmm. then I did about fifteen minutes, and then I did about twenty minutes, and now every day, minimum, I will do thirty minutes. Mm-hmm. Is there a certain way that we should meditate? Like, how do we practice meditation now? Um, well, I would, I would say that it depends from person to person uh, because everybody has their, their own way of getting into that state. So, like, what, what I usually do is I give some guidelines to people. Uh, however, I also encourage them to practice on their own, to try and to play with it because it's, it's good to have some guidelines just for you to, to be a bit more secure on what, are you, on what are you doing and what is happening. However, you also need that, that part of, of play and of freedom where you can just like, you know, choose your own style and, and say like, okay, I found my, my way or I found my, my meditation method. Yeah. So there's, a lot, there's lots of methods that are out there for meditation. And as a beginner and somebody who's trying to get into meditation, um, what would you suggest? What should we do uh, on the first instance? How, how do we do that? Um, so on the first in- instance, I would say to, to, do, to do a very simple exercise that will not stress you out because you need to find a, a way where you are enjoying it so you can do it for a longer period of time. Because if you find an exercise and it's like hard, of course you will not continue. Yeah, That's so it's why, really training, training the mind? 
yeah. to to in the beginning and like with anything that we do in the beginning it's hard isn't it anything we oh, decide yeah. that we're going to do and we're like oh we can't do this because telling me tom five minutes for me doing meditation was like okay like i was getting agitated and i was like okay mm. i can't do this but it's really practice isn't it yes yes and at the beginning what you're basically doing is you're training your focus because that's the most important like especially now in this world with multitasking our focus is like you know a few seconds there a few seconds there and you're like all over the place and basically when you're meditating you're literally learning to refocus again to keep your focus in one place and the more you are you will train to do this the more you'll be able to hold your focus within or on certain on, on a certain like body parts or you know your breath so i guess the first step would be just like training the focus and from there on once you once you're you're uh, comfortable with holding your focus for a certain amount of time then you can like let's say go to the next step so when we meditate so i usually sit down comfortable pose um and just um you know with with daylight and bright mm -hmm. you know open windows and i kind of just meditate and just sit in silence is there a certain way that we should do it eyes closed eyes open sitting down um, standing up is there something that we should do in a certain way or what is comfortable yes um, what I would say is at the beginning what is comfortable and the most important is experiment and explore and to see see what works for you for example for me what works for me is to have a certain position and to have a certain time when I do it because when I when I have these two things for example you know I go into my cross leg Okay, I'm not very flexible, but as, as much as I can. And at a, at, at a certain time in the night, when I do that, I literally a few seconds and I'm there because my body already knows like, okay, here and, and then is, and it's like, okay, it's time to go into meditation. So yeah. in, in one way, you can also like prime your brain or your habit to have a specific uh, way and time when you go into meditation. So that's another yeah. way that you can you can do it. However, I just like recommend to people at the beginning, try it out, explore and do what is comfortable for you at the beginning. And later on, you can just like add more elements to it. So would you suggest doing meditation in the in the morning or in the afternoon, evening? Is there a certain time that is best? Um, yes, I would suggest if, for example, if you're talking about a busy person and a person who is like, uh, I don't know, entrepreneur, like spends a lot of time, a lot of, a lot of decisions, a lot of like traveling around. I would suggest having both in the morning and both in the afternoon. So okay. like in the morning, just for you to, to prime your brain for the day and in the night to, to relax or to like shift gears so you can go to sleep. Okay. So, um, I also did one session, which I wanted to talk to you about. So a friend mm -hmm. of mine knew that I was very ill and I was in so much pain and she was doing some meditation and said, oh, would you like to join? And I had missed mm -hmm. a couple of days, but there was a, a few days left in the week. It was a five day uh, little meditation. Mm -hmm. And that was guided meditation. So can you explain the difference of guided meditation and meditation we do by ourselves? Yes. Well, it's, it's as simple as um, having like, a guided meditation is basically a, uh, it, it gives you a structure. So it, it, it takes you from point A to point B. When you were doing by, by ourselves, we, then we simply, we simply, we can relax 
this is also another type of meditation we can relax and then we can do whatever comes in the moment so it's it's, it's very different from like having a structure and or going with the flow when you're when you're by yourself you know just like being there being with yourself and see what comes up yeah so the, the my guided meditation that i did was literally kind of walking me through right from my top of my head mm-hmm. right all to my like every part of my body so my neck my shoulders my arms my fingertips right down to my stomach mm-hmm. and then legs and uh, calves and and then the toes so that was very much kind of the guided and i find that quite interesting because sometimes in the beginning when you're not used to meditation that was quite a good way of kind of learning uh and having someone kind of just be there with you is mm-hmm. that something that you do yourself is that yes. you teach yes definitely and i would say like the most important thing when 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 i'm when i'm a meditation coach or somebody else is, is like uh, wants to help uh coach somebody in meditation is to give them the confidence that they can do it yeah and right as, is it simply like as, at the beginning you're just introducing them to the to the basic elements you know like oh your body your breathing your thoughts and other like little elements that you know we don't really pay attention to the day so you you said something really interesting so there's a lot of elements to meditation so there's breath there's mind there's body and you said something else yes um i would i would say like 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 energy uh imagination i would say emotions and even soul so it's like it's it's many aspects like it's meditation is not not just like you know one little thing it's yeah. it's like a dance like there are many forms of dance and each dance is is different from each other however we all call it a dance yeah yeah absolutely absolutely and then you've got to find your own vibe and your own frequency in that dance right yes and your own rhythm like that's the most important ah uh, yes yes your own rhythm exactly exactly and it takes time and it takes practice definitely i had i have a background in science so like i studied meditation from the science perspective right okay, so did you actually study this when you were younger how, how did you get into it uh so i actually studied uh scientists scientists for example like uh, biology chemistry uh, physics and also quantum physics just because i was curious like even from the from the very beginning my main questions were like okay why are we here what's happening you know yeah. what's was this like body and reality those were my questions and i knew that i couldn't i couldn't find those questions you know for example from my family from my parents or even from my teachers so i started exploring i started like reading and i started of course with science i started with science and then i went further on with like meditation and then meditation put me into spirituality and now i'm just like learning more and more however i'm also keeping the scientific part because also now science is kind of like keeping up with with the spiritual aspects of, of our lives and yeah. Absolutely. I do find I do find that a lot of um corporates and a lot of um you know if I look from an entrepreneurship uh viewpoint um spirituality has become quite a you know hot topic and also mm-hmm. quite a well-known topic they they're trying to really include uh, spirituality intuition within the corporate field and it's being mm-hmm. quite a lot. Oh yes, definitely. And I've seen a lot of people uh actually like i seen a lot of like ceos have courses in 
in learning how to shift their consciousness to to be in a, in a state of consciousness where they're more creative where they have like better ideas you know better intuition and this is like the next the next uh, let's say market segment which is like get, getting a lot of, a lot of attention right now yeah oh, yes. absolutely so back to your sorry so back to your um uh background so your background is in biology and yes. you studied it because you were just very curious about it so you've got a kind of a science background and then yes. when you came into this world of meditation how, how did it change you um so it, it 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 literally just like opened new doors that's that's all it happened so i i i kind of like felt like i had a an inner inner feeling or an inner like voice always telling me like there has to be something more so i i studied science i was like i kind of learned it i i got the bigger picture of of what is happening however i was still not satisfied i was like something is still missing yeah and this this like yearning or this like calling took me into into spirituality and of course like being as a, as, as a skeptic that that I, st I still am you know i don't believe like anything I, I need to test it i need to experience it and then i feel like okay like this is working this is not working and of course like going to the spiritual domain i had no tool or no reference to know like okay is this stuff real or this is just like you know uh flower power woo woo stuff yeah, exactly. Because I mean, science has, has a formula. It has a strategy. Mm -hmm. There's a there's this fact behind science, isn't it? And I yeah, think when yeah. it's a lot of people actually talk about meditation, saying, "Oh, it's a bit," it is woo woo. That's probably the word, isn't it? Oh, it's a bit yeah. woo woo. You know, <laughs> what do you want to meditate for? And they say, "Oh, med have you meditated?" Oh, what do you want to meditate for? You know, you know, it, uh -huh. they dismiss it. Yes. So this is to really highlight, actually, the power of meditation. So mm -hmm. you started to have a shift in your, in yourself. Yes, yes. And when I when I start when I started uh, meditation, I literally just started out of curiosity. So I found like a few like instructions on the internet back like ten years ago. You know, like a few lines of text, like okay, you need to do this, this, and I was like, okay, let me try. And I kept on practicing and practicing and practicing, and I could feel that something is is happening. Something is different. I would have like uh different experiences and literally like a new world just would would slowly open up to me so then i was i realized okay hold up there is something more here and i want to explore more of it so that's how my journey let's say started yeah and is there a, a, someone that you followed or is it somebody that um you learned from that you um, know that you, has influenced you um in the meditation world or your practices I, I cannot say I have too many, too many like uh, role models um, just because I, I kind of like when I meet, when I met, when I meet somebody, I just like see what they have to, what they have to offer, offer in, in terms of information. I get them and then I move on. So it's just like, I don't really have a, a, a role model for too long. Yeah. But to give a few names, uh, the recently I, I become a really big fan of, of Jody Spencer. Okay. Uh, and of Bruce Lipton. So they're both uh, scientists that are studying the spiritual Oh, world. yes. Bruce Lipton, I've, I've heard of. Yeah, yes. Excellent. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I really like their perspective because, you know, they have a sci scientific uh, basis. And I also started with a scientific basis. So I kind of resonate with that format. Yeah, because a lot of people, I think when when you look at the subject and they discuss meditation, I think that 
sometimes people need a little bit more hard facts to, to back it up, to make it a bit yeah. more, uh, I don't know, make more sense of it really so many people have lost jobs they've they're under pressure their finances are uh, their finances their health mental state you know their mm-hmm. mental health is suffering and introducing meditation can be really valuable to them explain how they can use this yes uh so basically now society is uh, even before but now it's like just like more amplified society is under stress and under stress because of the of the outside world because how society was built you know like we have this social pressure we have all of these like expectations and shoulds and the the way that society is is built in this current in this current uh, moment in this current moment it gives us a lot of stress a lot of uh, of course like mental stress that you know we need to achieve this we need to conquer this we need to be better we we need to get this. We are never enough. And this, this state or, you know, these beliefs are always putting or always putting the body under stress because like when you're never enough and when you always have to do something, you're in a constant survival mode. You're like, oh my God, I need, I need to fight because otherwise I will die. Even if, you know, in real life that doesn't translate to, to death, on the mental level, you're always afraid to die if you don't like, I know, you know, fit in or uh, accomplish some stuff. And when you're under this, this, this mental pressure, your body, your body is under stress. So now let me, ex- let me explain a bit how, what stress does to you. Like yeah. very few people know. Cause a lot of people like, say, Oh, I'm stressed. I'm stressed. I'm really stressed. But the, I, it, it really does damage your, uh, your mental state of mind, physical state of mind. So yeah, uh, saying mm-hmm. you were stressed, but not knowing exactly what it actually does to you. So this is what stress really does. First of all, uh, stress lowers your immune system. Like, especially yeah. it's, and to, just to give a point of reference, when people are doing uh, organ transplants, the, the, the medics, they are giving them stress hormones to lower their immune system. So that's how potent the stress hormones are at lowering your immune system. Right, right. Okay. And, and yeah. uh, obviously, we need a really great immune system, a really healthy, strong immune system to fight any disease. Yeah, so one of the main things is immune system. Then it, it goes to digestion because under stress, all of the blood is going to the muscles because you need to, you need to fight or you need to run away. And since all the blood is in the muscles, there is no, not enough blood for digestion. So you may have indigestion, uh, stomach problems, you know, a lot of like digestive issues. Uh, then a lot of like cog- cognitive like um, issues. For example, uh, you, you're forgetful, you're easily irritated, you cannot sleep. Uh, what else? And just, just, um, yeah, I would say like just a lot of irritability and you're not, you're not in a place where you can be creative because when you're in a survival mode, you cannot be creative. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's, and, and you just said something quite interesting. A friend of mine this morning just said to me, um, the weather is really hot here and um, England is not made for uh, such heat. The houses, mm-hmm. the, the, our interiors aren't designed as such. 
to, for open spaces and, and uh, warm climate. However, mm-hmm. she said to me, um, I said, would you meditate and why don't you do that? She goes, yeah, I've done it a couple of times before I go to sleep and it really helps my sleeping. Mm-hmm. So can you tell us a little bit more about people who aren't sleeping well during this time where it's hot, they're stressed, they're restless. How does meditation help with sleep? Yes. Uh, so, of course, not being able to sleep is also a symptom of stress. Because if you're under, if you're like, just to give, like, just to give a picture, uh, chronic stress is when you're in a perpetual state of stress. You know, like it's, it's healthy to be stressed for one or two hours and then go back into balance. That's completely fine. Like, yeah. you know, everybody, everybody can manage that. However, to be stressed 24-7 for, a, for, I don't know, two months, three months, a year, 10 years, has, has terrible consequences to your health. And one of, one of it is you won't be able to sleep because you're always, you're always afraid that uh, the tiger will attack you mentally. You know, so it's like, try, try to go to sleep if you know you have a tiger next to you and it can jump on, on you every moment. Right, so right. You're, you're not you're not able and all of this happens mentally because you know like uh all of these catastrophes or you know like this this horrible stuff are in our mind yeah yes so, and isn't it, so so we really have to control the the inner world like you said that there was an outer world and you know the stresses of that so so meditation is really having control of our inner world Exactly. Yes, that's that's a, that's a perfect way to say it, uh, because what happens what happens when you when when you meditate is you slowly take your attention from the outer world and you put it on your inner world, and you also take your attention from the past from the past and from the future and you bring it here. Yeah. And when you're in the present moment, there is there is there is no tiger. There is like no financial collapse there is nothing everything is peaceful now and when you when you are able to do that and bring your mind here and now then your body will will slowly go back into balance it's it's as simple as one of the most interesting ways or definitions of meditation is like you sit there and you get out of your own way Mm, and this is this is what happens because once you once you get out of your own way your body will automatically take you back into balance. Yeah. So it's, it's as simple as that. Like, you know, just like stop, stop like agitating the mind, you know, find a few, like use a few techniques to calm down and change your focus. Once you do that in 20 to 30 minutes, your body will automatically shift gears and then you'll be more relaxed, more calm. And of course your sleep will be amazing. I mean, like if you meditate just before going to sleep, you will sleep 10 times better. Wow, that's an excellent point. So even if the weather is really super hot, or even if you've had a bad day at work, or you've come back and you're not feeling well, really meditation helps. Yes, definitely. Uh, from my point of view, like since I've been doing it for so long, for me, it helps every time. Like now, most of my attention is actually on, on my inner world and not on what happens on the outside, because on the, what happens on the outside is literally doesn't matter because what matters is our reaction to it so yeah. like if your inner world is it's like uh, balanced and set it doesn't matter what happens on the outside you'll be you'll still be peaceful on the inside so 
um, during this time that uh, we've had this pandemic and people have been in isolation and not being able to see their families or loved ones, not gone to work. And, uh, you know, it has really played on their mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, how, what makes you stressed or makes you anxious and how do you deal with that? What is your creative process? So how, walk us through what you do exactly to manage something that when you come upon like a challenge or a difficulty, how do you manage that? Okay. Yes. So whenever I have a, ch- uh, a challenge or some situation that I'm, uh, that I'm not sure of it, the mind usually tends to go and, and think of the worst possible scenario, right? Right. Yes. Yes. This is, this is normal, of course. And this is even more like amplified when you're stressed. Because it's just to give you like a reference. When you're in the wild or in the forest and you hear some noises in the bushes, if you're super optimistic, you know, heart open, full of love, then you'll be like, oh, maybe it's a rabbit. You know, you think of the, of the, of the best possible situation. Right. And, you know, you go there and it's actually a tiger and now you're dead. Right. Okay. So this is just like from a survival, from a survival point, being stressed and being a pessimist, it's the best for your survival when it comes when it came to that period right however now is no longer the case okay now is no longer the case because we have all of this technology and now we can also learn how to change our reality with with our inner world like if we can talk about more of that later on so um how i usually do it first of all i relax and i and i come back to the present moment because Right. Everything, everything that we think of it, you know, like as terrible or, you know, the worst possible scenario, it's in our imagination. It's not real. Right. You yeah. know, we make it real. We give it attention. We give it focus. We, we give it our energy. And now suddenly like our body is living it. So now we are stressed, but nothing happens on the exterior. It's all in our mind. So what I usually do is I come back to the present moment. And I usually play this game of like, wouldn't it be nice if, you know, like if the best case scenario happened, if, you know, I know if, okay, I have a bankruptcy, but what if I find something new to do and something even better? So I usually play with my mind to see the best case scenarios because, you know, just if, if you're not aware, then, the, then you, your mind and your body are, are, are playing you. So you, you're not in control of your mind and the mind yeah. is is now in control of, of you and your body so now of course yeah. like you'll you'll use your, you'll use you will lose your mind if you're not atten- attentive and you're and you're not conscious of what's happening right okay. if it makes sense yes yes so it's so really mastering the mind is so important isn't it yes it's it's about being aware of all of the elements you know because we most of us are just aware of our body, you know, like, yeah. oh, you know, like I have makeup, I don't have makeup, I'm shaved, I'm not shaved, you know, my hair is whatever. But people are not attentive of like, okay, what thoughts, what thoughts are going through my mind? You yeah. know, what emotions am I feeling? And what is happening on the, on, a, on the inner world? On, you know, thoughts, emotions, you know, intuition, energy. And if you're not paying attention to this and you're just paying attention to the outer world, then it's very easy for you to get out of balance. Yeah, and to be influenced, really, isn't oh, it? Oh, yes, yes, definitely. Like, this is, this is the thing that I've experienced a lot in my life, and I've seen other people. Instead of p- 
people listening to their inner guidance or their inner rhythm, they're always yeah. like buying other people's story or other people's reality. And suddenly like when things don't go so well, they don't know why. It's because simply you didn't listen to your inner rhythm and your heart and you just like went off tracks, that's all. So yeah, I definitely have a point that I wanted to make about leadership here. But when you say that, you know, you go back to that point where you say that, okay, what if, what if, you mm -hmm. know, that, that's the game that you play. And then what do you do after that? Well. Just so we've got like a little structure for someone, uh, you know, who, who will have that moment of panic or anxiousness or they're stressed out in that one moment and have for them to learn from your, um, you know, to give them like a practical advice or okay, yes. in that moment, this is what you need to do. Yes. Uh, so first of all, they need to know that panic, stress and anxious will not help you in that moment because in this, in this type of moments, you need to be creative. Yeah. Uh, so yes, what I would recommend for them is is just try, try for them, first of all, to, to sit in a comfortable spot, breathe, you know, just take a few deep breaths. Yeah, and, breath and is just, so important, isn't it? It's to oh, regulate. And then yes. I think, like you said, when bringing yourself back to the present, I think the breath work for me was like a combination and I really have practiced that. It's, I think the breath is the first thing that kind of connects you back into reality, doesn't it? Into that moment. Yes, definitely. So you, they, you can use the breath to just like bring yourself back into the now. And how should we, how should we, do, how do we do that? Like, how do we breathe? I, I want you to tell us what, what do you do yes. to your breath? So uh, what I suggest to people is breathe deep, deep, yeah. deep meanings like your, your belly will be full. So your, it's called diaphragmatical breathing. So when you're like belly breathing, so okay. breathing deep, right. deep and slow okay so deep and slow yes however it, it's it's enough just to be a little bit slower than usual so not like you know <laughs> you take i know one minute to breathe <laughs> just like deep and a little bit slower so okay. people don't exaggerate it right 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 okay okay great once you do this yeah once you do this you're sending literally you're sending a signal to your body that you're you are safe and once once you do that that your body will automatically respond and calm down. Right. Once yeah, the yeah. body is calm, the, the mind is calm. Okay. Then you play that little game of, you know, what is the next step or uh, what's the best thing that can happen. And if you're in that state of calm and of, you know, you're feeling good, you're feeling excited, you're feeling, uh, let's say, elevated emotions, then you have better chances of getting a creative idea. You know, okay. I know like it is it's difficult times for, for people who lost their jobs. And I know this may sound like, a, like, you know, woo woo, like I need to pay bills and stuff like that. However, you need to be in a different state than, than the state that created the problem. Like I think Einstein, Einstein said this, you cannot solve uh, the problem from the same level of consciousness that it was created from. You need, to, you need to go higher. So right. this, is, this is what you need to do. You need to go higher in your consciousness to solve your current issue, you know? So stress, worry, anxiety won't help you to, to, to find any solutions to the, your current problems. So that's why you need to take your time, relax, and do this little exercise where you literally imagine the best possible thing because then once you're in a very good state, then your creativity will be enhanced. 
you'll be able to think more, to be, you know, have a wider perspective, and then you'll be, it'll be much more easier for you to find solution. Yeah. If it makes yeah. sense. Yeah, absolutely. And I think uh, meditation um, and clarity is so important when it comes to leadership because making the right decisions, you know, managing people, you know, um, just your everyday life as a leader, as someone who is a CEO of their company, um, it's so important and how to influence, you know, we just, we, we just talked about that a minute ago um, and how one to influence and not to be influenced also, isn't it? Yes. So um, how else, how else can we manage emotions or our intuition to such a degree uh, or how can we elevate our subconscious to make better decisions? Oh, well, this, this, this is a interest, interesting topic. So first of all, let me, uh, let me give a bit of uh, context. Yeah. So when it, when, it, when it comes to your subconscious mind, first thing to, to, to make better decisions is you need to clear your limiting beliefs. Okay. Because if you have limiting beliefs, those beliefs will, will, will keep you down and will, will always guide you to directions that to directions or choices that will limit you just because like those beliefs were installed by you to protect you right okay like it's 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 like they have like they're not subjective they're just like you know simple programs so first of all you need to become aware of them change them and install new beliefs and once you have these new beliefs in your subconscious mind then then you you're basically free and you're not limited in, in, in your, in your, I don't know, in your evolution or in your business or in your personal life. Then how to listen to your intuition? Well, first, first thing is just to listen. Yeah. Because people have, have a real issue when it comes to listening to their body, to their mind, to their emotions, because we are not trained to do that. Yeah. And I think women, women in general, we're, we're kind of better at this, aren't we? The, you know, we have a so women's intuition. We have intuition that something's right. No, it's not. It's a bit off. We know no, that's not right. That doesn't sound right. Oh, that doesn't look right. You know, so women naturally, I think, have an intuition. Is there a difference between intuition from female and male? Uh, to be honest, no. No, okay. Okay. So we just kind of claimed the intuition. <laughs> well, the thing is... Uh, is it because women are more emotional and in touch with their feelings? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It, this, this is exactly what is it like. M men are also capable of this, but men are very logical oriented. That's, that's their issue. Yeah. And women's are, uh, women are, are very like, you know, like emotional, like in their touch with their body. And what is important is the body is connected to the universal intelligence or to, to, to the universe. And... Mm -hmm your body, whenever it hears something, you know, whenever it hears something that is true or a lie, it will react in a different way. You know, your body will react differently when it, when it hears something that is true and it will react differently when it hears something that is a lie. So if you're, if you're paying attention and you're in tune with your feelings, then you can, you can catch it. You can like, you know, when somebody says something, you're like, mm, I kind of, I kind of don't feel it, you know? Yeah. And, listen to your body because your body it's has a amazing notification system that will keep you that will keep you like safe and on on, on track you know so if you listen to your body and you li really listen carefully you cannot be deceived 
Yeah, I like that. Like how you've explained that. So it's like notifications. So, you know, I completely, I read this really amazing quote um, uh, some some time back and I always reference it. Um, So your body is a reflection of your life in the sense that if something is happening to it, if you've had, um, uh, if you're, if you're going through some kind of disease or difficulty or pain, it, it, it's coming from another place. It's coming from some emotional uh, past incident. Uh, yes, in that, in that way, yeah, for sure. Because um, we have a lot of blocked emotion and all of this blocked emotion uh, is causing all of these diseases. Yeah, yeah. And, and, it, and Yes. And I think people don't realize sometimes when what happens to their body is not something that's just happened two days ago or a week ago. This is something that's really happened probably months or even years back, hasn't it? Definitely. And that's the issue. People, people do not have to go through that uh, horrible times or, you know, this like disease, accidents and stuff like that if they would have listened from the beginning. Yeah. Because our body gives us signal way before something bad happens, way before. We don't listen. You know, you don't listen, it gives you stronger. You don't listen, it gives you stronger. You don't listen, it gives you an accident. And now you're paying attention. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I've kind of gone through so much myself. I've, you know, had so many injuries and so many kind of, um, I've had a car accident and, you know, my ankle not being able to walk on it, my thumb which got chopped off. And, and I just think about all those things and they were coming from the fact that when I wasn't balanced, I wasn't balanced in my life and I was mm-hmm. feeling anxious and I, 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 um, and, and you choose to ignore it. Sometimes you, you want to ignore it because you don't want it to be real and you don't want it to accept it. And you keep, keep on fighting it, fighting it. And then the one year goes by, second year goes by. And then before you know it, seven years goes by and you haven't done anything about it. And it can, it does, I had, you know, and mine actually resulted to such a distress that, um, you know, I had a, um, a cancer scare, you know, I had to have a biopsy mm-hmm. and all those things. And it, and it was the fact that it's just concentrated stress that is disease, isn't it? Yes, yes, definitely. Yeah, yeah. So we want to prevent that at any cost and in any condition. Um, Well, in order to prevent that, you need to become aware of what's happening on the inside. And meditation can help you do this because another side effect of meditating is you you will become more aware of what is happening on the inside. You know, the more time you spend with yourself and the more time you pay attention, you will see like, oh, I was, I'm, I'm like having all of this crazy thoughts in my mind like this negative thoughts then you will feel like your emotions and then you'll feel other stuff other dimensions yeah. within yourself and and I once, can, sorry yeah, yeah. No, no. And, and once once you become aware of it you you, you cannot go back so self-awareness is definitely um uh, a, an ingredient of meditation yes like the more you meditate the more self-aware you become like it it expand your your awareness more and more and the, the, the that, that's the thing like once you become aware of something you cannot go back so once you become aware of of you know like this bad feeling that you had or you have you will feel it more and more so that's, that's why 
I think when, when you open up the mind, I always say this to my, you know, when I'm mentoring or I'm coaching someone, I always say that when you open up the mind, it's like a box. You can't close it again. You know, once it's open, once the mind is open, it will want to explore. It'll want to be more creative, like you said. So, um, uh, self-awareness is really the key. It's the first thing that I always say of understanding yourself, isn't it? Definitely, definitely. Mm-hmm. And I think this is the most valuable knowledge that we can acquire, like actually knowing ourselves because yes. we, we know so much about, I don't know, politics, yeah. somebody else, you know, you know, popular people. However, we don't know, we don't know our rhythm. We don't know, you know, how do we feel, what we really like, what, yeah. you know, uh, gets us excited. So I, I, I believe that this, you know, self-knowledge is the most important knowledge. Like, you know, get rid of everything else, know yourself and know it, you know, every inch of, of your being to, to find out, you know, how it is. I love the fact that you've mentioned rhythm a couple of times in our conversation. Um, I love the fact that you talk about finding your own rhythm. You know, everybody's got a certain rhythm and we've got mm. to kind of just be in tune with where, how, we, how we flow, basically, isn't it? Um, exactly. Can you elaborate about more about rhythm for you? Yes. yes. Um, so I, be- I believe that each of us have a, have a certain, um, like, I would say destiny or... Or you know, a why? Why are we we in this life? And I believe that each of us has a certain like rhythm. You know, a certain period where you need more rest, a certain period where you need to take more action. And once we get in tune with our rhythms, then you will never be sick. You will never be sick. You will never, uh, you know, experience friction in life or stress because you know exactly, you know, like, okay, this is my time. This is the time for me to rest. I will rest, you know, like, because what, pe- what happens to people is they listen, they listen to the outside world, you know, and when their body like tells them and screams to them, rest, I need rest. They're like going more and more. And of, of course, like your body will be like, you know, will be crashing down. And this is how ha- this has happened in my life. Mm. And now I listen to, to my inner rhythm so much. I don't really care what's happening like on the outside. Like if it's, you know, summer and you should like party, go out and stuff like that. I'm like, if my body tells me to, for the entire summer to sleep 12, 20 hours and do nothing, that's what I'm going to do. I don't, I don't care what happens on the outside. Like my body knows what is best for me. And to, to give some results, I haven't been sick for like years. Like, yeah. I don't even remember last time I, I, I've been sick because I always listen to my body. Like when I'm tired, I, I stop everything and I, and, I, and I take some rest. When I feel I need to take action, I go full on action. So it's very important to know yourself and know your rhythms. Because once yeah. you know your rhythms, you know exactly, you know, this is the time to take action and this is the time to rest. Yeah. Um, I love the fact that you talk about rhythm, honestly. Um, it, so you said that you actually have suffered something yourself. So, so in order to get to being a meditation coach, what incident or what happened with your own life personally that made you kind of want to explore this more? Is there something that happened to you where you had a challenge? Um, well, I, 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 think I, I think I had a multiple challenge. Uh, I had one 
where, for example, I, okay, I think this is not related to rhythm. What, what, what was happening is I had multiple instances where I, I started to become aware of what my body was telling me and how I was, how I was feeling. However, I didn't had yet, I wasn't trusting it yet. Right, okay. So you weren't listening to it really? Yes, I, w- I wasn't listening to it. I was aware of it. I was, however, I, w- I was not uh, taking action on it. Right. And, you know, I would always go, you know, for example, if friends would call me for a party, I would go even, and my body was telling me no. And when I would do that, I would have like a, uh, like I would feel horrible. I would have like a bad party, a bad time. And I was like, ah. and once that happened more and more, I was like, okay, like this, this now makes sense. And at one point I got so tired of, of, you know, not listening to it and always getting into trouble that I was like, okay, from now on, I only listen to the body. And when I, whenever I did that, amazing thing happened. Like just. Tell us about something that kind of has blown your own mind that once you started, uh, you know, with your meditation and um, really started to observe yourself. Tell us about something that um, has shifted in your own life. And then you could say, you know, that it's really working. Mm -hmm. Um, So one, one thing, one thing that really shift, really shifted in my life is how I, how I perceive and I, and I read people because, you know, when you become aware and of what's happening, you meet a people, you, you meet one person and you already know, like, you know, if you feel good or you feel, or if you feel bad without knowing anything about them. Yeah. Yeah. And since I've been, since I've become aware of that, like I've been choosing, I've been choosing my, my people or my friends very carefully because I'm like, you know, I don't care, you know, what is your reputation. If I don't, if I don't feel the vibe, I'm like, okay, no. That's so interesting. Really interesting. And it's like, it's, I, I didn't have, let's say, huge uh, moments because I was always listening. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. Like, and I always had this like small incidents where they were just like giving me a confirmation that I need to listen more. Crazy, like, uh, experiences, moments, uh, transcendental moments and stuff like that. So that's for sure I, I had in, with, with my meditations. Yeah. So reading people and really kind of understanding people is it's like, I guess that comes from intuition again and practicing your meditation then because you're just so in tune with who you are, aren't you? That you know if somebody's on that same frequency. And like you said, I always feel that energy introduces itself. You know, there's a quote that everybody quotes, and it's true. It, for me as well, Dragos, when I meet somebody, um, and I always get a, an, a, an energy or a feeling from them, and, mm-hmm. my, and I feel that my intuition is quite strong as well. And everybody nowadays are online. They're like, oh, I don't like it online. I like to meet people in person. And I was the same. I like to meet people in person because I like to see the warmth, the energy, mm-hmm. smile and the body language. But I've kind of recently shifted that perspective as well and talking about online. And you can actually feel somebody's presence even online. You know, you mm-hmm. can actually feel those vibrations even online. I mean, the reason that we connected is because I fa- when I was... Uh, in the past months listening to you and I was like oh my god this person just totally I feel like totally in sync with this person I feel like 
totally on my page and I feel like he's he's definitely in that same mindset you know uh-huh. so when people say that there's a there's a um well, we can't do it online and we have to do it in person but I think energy is so strong isn't it there's such strong vibrations of energy that it can be felt online offline anywhere it's it's, it's one of those things that it's it's uni- in the universe right yes exactly and it it energy doesn't have like distance They're like distance doesn't doesn't exist for energy yeah like in quantum physics there is a principle is uh, called the principle of non location so basically like a particle or you know like an energy doesn't have like a specific location in the universe it can be everywhere at the same time so that's why we can feel it even if we're like you know 3000 kilometers away from each other yeah and that's why that we said they say that we are all we are all connected we are all one and yeah. that's why um that feeling that we have when we say oh we were thinking about somebody and somebody turns up and then, and then ends up bringing you we think oh i was just thinking about you it's because that such high concentrated energy that goes towards that person um mm-hmm. um that we that like that person you know is forced to ring or forced to call um I wanted to separate actually as we're talking about it and talking about friends. So my friend who said to me and I've done this myself um you know that uh, meditation isn't for me. Oh I can't yeah. do it. It's not for me and I know you know there's a lot of us that know and practice meditation now. I've only started but I've I obviously feel the effects. somebody who says oh i can't do it i don't have time it's just not for me how can we how can we change their mindset i know that one has to be open to it towards to receive it and it's only in their own good time but how can we introduce meditation to somebody that is really not wanting to um well of course like it depends on as you said like on their own time and on their own rhythm and how open they are to new stuff um however how i usually introduce it to people it's first of all by by me having the result so you know being the the living embodiment of of the results of meditation mm. and and secondly you know if that doesn't work then simply simply like stating the facts you know like okay it can help you this 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 and you can do it very simply so you yeah. know just like fighting their um, like in sales you know like if they have like uh, if they say no you just can't come up with a, with an argument yeah yeah i had like we were talking about friends of, um last year i was at this birthday party we were attending and there were, i was sitting next to this really lovely chap and he had come with his friend and uh, they and they they left about 10ish and i was like oh you've just left after dinner like why where are you going so quickly he said oh no i've got to get up in the morning i've got work and i've got to meditate and i meditate for like a couple of hours in the morning and if i don't do that my whole day goes wrong and he was so he was so um regimental about it mm-hmm. like you know to some people it could have been a little bit offensive because he was so wanting to leave the party and leave everybody but now i think about that man and i think actually he was doing what was best for him like cuz you know he knows his rhythm he knows what he likes or how he operates and actually exactly. i think that was just coming out of a place of self love yes yes you know uh, and, and really understanding his own self and somebody who didn't understand it he wasn't really he wasn't really he said it nicely and politely that he was going but I don't 
but some people could be offended, you know, mm-hmm. but I don't think he was even worried about offending. Like you've just said as well, he wasn't worried about anybody else except for himself. Yes. Uh, and this, this phrase comes to me, like, uh, when you say yes to somebody, make sure you don't say no to yourself. Ah, right. Yeah. I think we deny ourselves a lot, don't we? We kind of become people pleasers. And then I think that this is another state of, uh, of, of a place where it's just not healthy, you know, being, uh, exactly. you know, wanting to help and wanting, we do it all the times. We do it sometimes when we want to, or even if we don't want to, this is just, it, it, it does come from a place of love to help somebody, but I think that you shouldn't kind of compromise your own self. Yes, definitely. Um, and I, I guess this comes with experience. However, you need to fill your own cup before yeah. you can fill somebody else's cup. Like that's, that's my motto. And this is what, like, I also like, since I was helping so many people, I also got to that point where I kind of felt drained and I know like, okay, I need to take time to fill up and then I can serve. Cause otherwise it's just like, it's just, it's just like, I'm not helping anybody if I cannot help myself. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, have, what have you learned about yourself during this time of COVID and the pandemic? Um, is there something that you've learned about yourself? Um, well, to I, I can say it. I can say it in 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 some kind of like a joke. Um, in the COVID time, I found out that I'm a conspiracy theorist. I didn't knew it before. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Resisting to a lot of those as well in the beginning. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, Otherwise, uh, the lockdown itself was a great time for me because I I had more time to just stay with myself. You know, meditate more. And one one thing that uh, that this lockdown just like helped me a lot with is to realize to realize that how to how to explain it um yes to realize that i can i can i can change my my outer reality like from within without taking any action on the outside like just to give you an example uh so i was doing all of this all of this like physical stuff you know to for example to get more clients or to uh, tell people more people about my meditations and I was going to seminars, I was going to meetings, I was going meeting people and I had like, you know, one, two persons, like not that much. Then I shifted, I shifted gears and I like use the energy to, to, br- to, bring, to bring in like more people and to literally call, to energetically call people to me who like, who would benefit. Once I did that, I had more people than, than ever before. You know, wow. and I, and in that period, no marketing, no nothing, you know, and I was also like not posting online. So it just like, just showed me the, the, the power of your inner world. And yeah. like, that's, that's what I learned, I think the most in, in this quarantine, in this like COVID time. And also like, I got even more in tune with my rhythm, like, and I want to get even more cause like, it feels so good that I want to like keep on going and going. Yeah, and actually a lot of people um, have, and a lot of people that I speak to or know, they say it's a blessing. And for me, it's a blessing as well, because I think you've got, sometimes you have to also sit with yourself 
and understand yourself on a deeper level and understand. And sometimes we have to actually be silent and be stationary for because we're so running around that we actually have to take a moment and to take a breath and say, okay, what is this? What, what is it teaching me? What am I learning from? But majority of the people and myself, I would say it's a beautiful blessing. Yes, definitely. Um, and it, it was a, it, it is still a blessing for the entire collective, for the entire humanity. Yes. Because yeah. literally like, you know, this, this Corona just like literally came and put a break on, on humanity. Yeah. And because of this, uh, it happened a huge shift in consciousness. Like more people are, are getting aware, more people are having more realizations just because they had a moment to, you know, wait a moment, what's happening, you know, just time to contemplate. And because of this, like also energetically, I feel the, the planet is on a whole nother frequency. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I was listening to some of the earliest stories of COVID and then when people were in isolation and they couldn't move around. And, you know, some some people actually were very scared of being by their own, um, by themselves, you know, and mm-hmm. um, didn't want to be because they're always so always um, having that validation from people, always, you know, being so busy that they're not having time for themselves. And so that you know, people's breakdown, you know, mal- mental health really suffered and they, you know, they didn't know how to cope with it. I mean, there were so many yeah. people that I've seen on online where they actually talked about it and said that they're afraid to be by themselves. They've never had time like they have had during this pandemic to actually just be by themselves. And people are running away from themselves, aren't they? They're, they're, they're not even facing their fears and facing themselves. They're running away from their, themselves. So this has forced yeah. themselves to look at themselves and, you know, in the mirror and really, really look at themselves and think about where their life is going. Where mm. do they want to go? Where do they want to be in life, you know? And this is yeah. where people are changing careers and people are changing um, partners and, you know, relationships are changing. So this, this, this state of consciousness is definitely a blessing for the planet, you know, um, yes. for the, you know, the divine or God or Allah, whoever, you mm. know, whoever you look up to spiritually, I think it's, it's definitely something that's made us hopefully better human beings in the end. Yes. And that's a great point because that's one of the reasons people don't want to meditate because they don't want to face it themselves. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yes, exactly. And because just sitting by yourself with yourself is a, it's a, it's a great, um, I would say it's a great honor, isn't it? Because you're honoring yourself. Um, you know, I, I always think that if you don't honor yourself and if you don't give yourself high value, who else is going to give it? Exactly. You know, so I'm also having my state of consciousness and my deeper layers every time I speak. And mm-hmm. it's people like yourselves that we we need to have more conversations with to stimulate ourselves, to make us change our perspective, to make us. I always say that I love to change somebody's perception about themselves and about others and how the way they view themselves. So it's definitely a way that you know, through the podcast and with having guests like you that are amazing, that can change people's perspectives and make them really kind of, like you said, face their fears. Um, mm-hmm. Where do you see uh, the world of meditation in the next few years? And how do you think that we are going to be looking at meditation? Uh, exactly like we look at sports now. Oh, and how is that then? Uh, well, it will become super popular because 
you know, everybody's going to gym, sports, because they know the benefits and because it's, it's nothing strange anymore. Because, for example... Oh, so you're saying that we'll become very much more familiar with it, with yes. the practices and it'll be well known. Exactly. Like, I believe that in, not in a few years, like, in, in, in a very short time, we, we, like, meditation will, will become something like, will no longer be a taboo or something like woo-woo. It will become something like very familiar to a lot of people. Like, this is how I feel it. Yeah, yeah. Even, even, even if people won't call it meditation and they call it something else, it, it may be a form of it. Yeah, absolutely. I believe that people are more aware of it and the benefits of it now. And the more people understand it and recognize it and start practicing it, I think they, do, they reap the benefits greatly. It, it does completely change, I think, the success levels of a person. You know, I mean, we all have our own definition of success, but um, success for our well-being you know, and it, and if some people can practice it, that's even even better. How do you think Definitely. that you would like to change uh, or have a change in the world? What what is it that you would like to impact? Oh, that's a, that's a good one. Um, so, one of the things that I, that I that I want to, if I could, you know, have a mic and and tell the entire world, is that you are more powerful than you can ever imagine. Like you have so much power within you that you don't need to search it for, for on the outside. Like you don't need to search anything on the outside. Everything that you have ever wanted and you have even, even more than you can imagine, you can find it on the inside. All the love, all the appreciation, all the abundance, everything is on the inside. Like it, it, everything is here. Yeah. And, and you are more powerful than you can ever imagine. Like it's, and I'm saying this like from, from the bottom of my heart. So if you were um, younger and like a teenager, what, what advice would you give yourself? Um, so now, would, know, knowing, knowing meditation, knowing life and the experiences that you have, what is it that you would say to your younger self? I would say just relax, trust yourself, you got, you got it. Yeah, that's great I, advice. I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't change anything. Like it's everything had had its own place in in my in my journey. Yeah, absolutely. And people need to understand that. And I think that's what makes a, and somebody unique and uh, you know tells their own unique story because otherwise the world be quite boring if we're all the same and all very happy or all very sad, and we have that's to have our own experiences. You know, something that you just said. You know, obviously we're talking about our younger selves. So this new generation that we have. Um, where they're so focused on technology online um, and some young, you know, I, I sit with my niece and nephew and they're always on, on the, on the phones or they're on social media talking to the friends and stuff. But I do feel that there's, there's a change in generation uh, where they're so addicted to technology and kind of sometimes even lose that human contact, maybe the millennials, but um what advice or how could we change our, this new generation that's coming up? How can we influence them? I mean, how could I tell my niece and nephew? I mean, if I said about meditation, they'd probably run a mile. But I think that if you can um, help the younger generation now, like understand what meditation is, maybe we could change the wave of the, the next generation. 
so the only way to change to change them is to lead by example. That's the only way. Like you can tell them, you can you know uh, even force them. It will not work because. Like, okay, I don't want to be offensive in any way, but it's, 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 it's as simple as monkey sees, monkey does. You yeah. know, so like if we are the example and, you know, we are diligent with our meditation or with our practices and like they will copy us. It's as simple yeah. as that. Like, that's a, yeah, that's, that's yeah. a great, great um, answer actually that become your own role model and they, sh- they will follow. Yes, exactly. Because otherwise you cannot, you, you, Otherwise, yes, there are, there are other ways to influence them, but I feel that this is the best way. Like, if you're the example, that's your best chance. Yeah, because I do feel that, you know, I see social media and I think it's a really great way of connecting and um, enhancing people and connecting people and networking and really, you know, discovering things that, I mean, I've just joined TikTok recently um, after being <laughs> ill and it's such creativity on there and there's such, an, and young people are so, so genius and it's just so, the, the mm-hmm. imagination is amazing. Their creativity is crazy amazing. They've got super talent, talented people on TikTok. Um, and I really want them to enhance kind of, you know, if we could get them to do some meditation, actually, I think that they would completely, they would really have the best of both worlds, wouldn't they? They would have their, their, this, this, the technical side where they're really included up with how the world is going, but also kind of embrace and if they could enhance themselves with meditation. I mean, that, that's a superpower in itself, meditation, isn't it? Yes, definitely. And I think I, I, I see this more and more uh, when it comes to conscious parents. Because like parents who like have become conscious by themselves usually pass this on to, to, to their kids. So like I, I think from this point on, it will just like amplify and enhance more and more. And how do we contact you? Yeah, so uh, you can find me either on Facebook with my name. Uh, I have a page. Uh, it's called Upgrade Your Story. Okay. There you upgrade can, your you, story that's interesting yes because it's it, it came from from this from this thing that we all have a story that we tell ourselves and usually that story is limited limiting us or blocking us so we need to like change it or even get rid of it completely and is there anything that you'd like to leave our audience with on the last note is there something that you would uh, your last words to us all who are somebody who's starting the journey of meditation or somebody who's even practicing it is something that you that you would say that is um, in your words, uh, the best advice for meditation? Yes. Don't force yourself and don't stop. Ah, excellent. Excellent. Thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. It was a pleasure to have you. And I hope that everybody has taken uh, something out from the podcast today and really um, I hope everybody is encouraged to start the journey of meditation today and uh, we've encouraged them to take that leap of faith and and hopefully let's see whoever starts now in 30 days where they become you know if there's yep. a change and that would be quite good to know wouldn't it oh definitely like I'm I'm, I'm 100% sure there will be a change yeah absolutely thank you so much and um i look forward to uh chatting with you again very soon thank you so much thank you my pleasure